This podcast is a 2020 Pod Roger production. The Trainer's Edge is supported by GrowSites. Affordable, beautiful, professional websites, customized to your specific needs. To see how you can grow your project visit GrowSites. G-R-O-W-S-I-T-E-S. Welcome to episode four of The Trainer's Edge. Coaching and the Pumpkin Principle. I'm Graham Giblin. Sometimes you'll come across someone who needs some help. Maybe there's something getting in their way to achieving the success they're looking for. Maybe they've got issues, emotional, family, cultural, financial, or maybe it's something else completely. Here's the disclaimer. When I'm talking about coaching, I'm not talking about therapy or counselling. That's not our business as trainers unless we have professional qualifications as a therapist. Trying to do so without qualifications can be damaging and can make matters worse. So if you come across someone who you think needs counselling or therapy and you're not qualified to do it, and probably even if you are, then you should seek advice from a responsible person in the organisation or assist the student to get appropriate help. This doesn't mean you can't listen to them, but it means you can't give them, if you like, medical or psychological advice. I'm talking about techniques you can use that, in some cases, can help a student to find their own way through issues that are holding them back in their training. It's not magic, although sometimes it can seem magical, and it's not a dark art. I'm talking about coaching of a kind that's fairly simple and transparent. I can't describe the process in detail because it would take too long. The best first technique is the one I've already spent some time on, open questions and active listening. Your position is to have no agenda beyond being a sounding board, helping the student to better understand their own situation, letting the student make their own progress and solve their own problems, and listening on its own can change things for them. Of course, no coaching technique will work unless you have good rapport. So what's essential are eye contact and intentionally being interested in what they say. Ask questions, listen, and follow their answer with a question based on their answer. And repeat, let the student work out what the problem is and how they might deal with it. And if there's silence, don't try to fill it. Silence is okay. Even if you think you know what they need, don't tell a student what they should do. But you might ask something like, what do you think might happen if you did such and such? I suppose you could be wondering, well, what if they don't want to talk about their private stuff? Well, that's their private stuff. And unless they want to share it, it's none of your business. This process can work without the student telling you any personal details. In that case, you can keep it general for example, about their general feelings. You can ask questions like, what would it feel like if you had this sorted out? Or, so imagine you have everything worked out and everything's going fine. What would that be like? Positive optimistic language and simple word ideas like up rather than down can help at the right time. You can also paraphrase what they say as a statement and wait for the response. For example, they might say, I just feel like I'm dropping behind everyone. You might say, you want to catch up to the others. In any case, just let them know you're available to chat and they don't have to tell you any secrets. 
There's another different technique. I call it the pumpkin principle because it's Cinderella with a twist. In my favourite example of this technique, my student Ali turned from a sad young man into a happy prince, in my eyes. I'll tell you that story in a moment. This technique is obviously separate from the training itself. It takes maybe 15 minutes to half an hour. Whatever they're thinking about is private. You don't need to know. So you create an imaginary timeline across the room with four imaginary spots for the past, the present, the future outcome they want, and the consequences of achieving it. Basically, they stand in any of these spots they want to, starting in the present. In very basic terms, the student recognises the present, imagines an ideal future, checks that nothing in their past is going to hold them back, and then checks that the consequences of achieving their ideal future are acceptable. They can stand in the future they've created, make one final check, and choose their ideal future. The job is done. So does it work? This is the story of Ali and the Pumpkin Principle. Ali was a tall young man and very muscly. He'd been a security guard, but had got sick of being punched by drunks because they wanted to show off to their girlfriends how tough they were. He'd demonstrate to the drunk guys and their girlfriends that their theory was incorrect. But he was a really nice guy, and he just couldn't stand it anymore. So Ali was unemployed. He told me he was depressed. No job, no car, no girlfriend, no house, still living with his parents, no future. I asked him if he'd be willing to do this exercise. After all, nothing to lose. He said OK. I didn't ask what he was thinking about during the exercise. He was clear exactly what his ideal future would look like. When we came to the point where he checked with his past, he was quiet. I asked, What's it telling you? He said, Hard work. I asked him, Is it okay with the past to have this future if you do the hard work? He said, Yeah. There were no complications with the consequences, and so that was that, more or less. I saw Ali about six months later and asked how he was doing. He said, Great. He had a job, he'd put a deposit on a house, and he was engaged to be married. A year after that I saw him again, and he told me he was now married and was about to be a father. So Ali had gone from pumpkin to prince in a relatively short space of time, and the effect of the exercise had obviously persisted over time. This is what makes all the effort worthwhile. Thanks for listening to The Trainer's Edge. Your next episode is In Front of the Whiteboard and the Devil's Tool. It's not about how to do training. You already know that. But about being a trainer. Wonder what the Devil's Tool could be. Hmm. So I'll see you then. This podcast was a 2020 Pod Roger production. This podcast is supported by Growsites. Affordable, beautiful, professional websites, tailored to your specific needs. To see how you can grow your projects, visit Growsites.
GROWSIT.ES Music from filmmusic.io Schools out by Sasha Ende www.sasha-ende.de License CCBY Creative Commons.org Slash Licenses Slash BY Slash 4.0